You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Hello and welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Bobby Schistler, also known as Blazing Bob. Hey, 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 what's going on, Ja? Uh, nothing much, Bob. How you doing? Not so good. I got back problems and it's hurting me. Yeah, you got to clarify when you say not so good, because if you don't, <laughs> people are like, oh man, is Bob going to kill himself? Like, yeah, you know, no, I fell over the weekend and... Yeah, I, I hit something pointy, and I'm, I have a knot like the size of a, I don't know, a marble in my back, and it's killing me. Uh, this is the officially the old man podcast. Yep, you old man Bob. That, you can just walk that shit off in your 20s. <laughs> yeah. Mostly. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about one this bad, but yeah, you heal a lot mm. faster. Mm. All right, well, this is episode number 104. We are recording on April 17th for release on April 18th. So if you listen to this on the 18th, happy tax day. Hopefully you got something back and you did not owe. But uh, we're going to talk about a few things this week. We're going to talk about what's happening in low platinum. And uh, there may be a lot of people that, that really don't know, especially if you don't, if you only have like one account uh, or, or none of your accounts are in low platinum. Like some people have high accounts. That are like in diamond, and then they have like a low account to help like their gold friends. But there is definitely something happening in low platinum right now that I just I started happening to notice when um I, I started to uh I started to play an account that's around that level. So we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about six v six competitive elimination. That was a surprise about from the Overwatch team uh yesterday, I believe, which was Monday. And then we're gonna talk about Hanzo and his accidental buff, but more so how it kind of uh the fact that they're leaving it in it kind of shows their balance philosophy or their feeling toward the balance in the game or the competitive nature of the game so we're going to talk about that a little bit before we do that i would like to welcome anybody who was listening for the very first time thank you very much for taking the time to listen to Watchpoint radio we do talk about overwatch news and competitive and some esports but for the most part, the show is about the community and the state of the game. That's the focus of the show. So when we do talk about those things, it focuses around the community and state of the game. If you enjoy the show, feel free to follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash watchpointradio. And we would love to have you on our Discord, which is discord.me slash mash those buttons. And as always, I want to thank any returning listeners, whether it's your first time you know, re-listening or your 103rd time you're listening. Thank you guys very much. You're the reasons why we're able to do this on a weekly basis, or at least we do it on a weekly basis. Um, no new Twitch subscribers this week, but we do have a new patron, a dude abides. Actually, he became a patron last week during the show, but his uh, his reason to become a patron is a little selfish. He wants me, I'm going to add a reward tier where I wear a deep V-neck every episode, 
and that's why he put the that's, that's why he put the dollar in. So you could be oh, like wow. him and support <laughs> and, and the twenty five dollar goal. I just keep forgetting to put it in there. Ja wears deep V neck on stream <laughs> every Tuesday. So uh, why would you punish me? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, my chest is actually pretty nice. So keep it to yourself, Bob. Anyway, that's enough about my chest in Overwatch. Um, no community feedback this week. Uh, Bob, how was your week in Overwatch? Um, I, my week's been great. Uh, I did the Calvary game night Friday. Uh, despite my back hurting, I did uh, I did get to play. It didn't hurt as much like that first day. So that Saturday, I got to play a long time with my team. And uh, we're getting better at dive. We're really starting to get to where we could dive on the same target quickly and fast. We're calling it fast. Uh, but then there are setbacks and then, you know, different things happen, but it's been, it's, it's been great. How about you? Uh, my, it's almost like I've had two different weeks in overwatch. Uh, the one where I play solo and the one where I'm, I'm playing with people. Cause I, last week we played, you know, I, I subbed in for, your, uh, for DPS on your team yep. and that was nice, especially after that had, had such a shit week in overwatch the week before. Which, by the way, I had played with nobody since I got back. I was just kind of playing solo. Um, it was nice to be able to, you know, as a DPS, not have to worry about the tanks not doing their job. You know, the yep. tanks initiated like they were supposed to. The healers healed like they were supposed to. I could focus on getting my positioning and just, you know, doing my job as a DPS. Whereas, and this is still a problem when I'm playing solo, I, I, I can't do that. A uh, perfect example even and this is going to kind of go into that toxicity shift that I want to talk about or or the problem low plat I'm not going to get too deep into it yet but last night I'm 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 playing a uh, a game I was trying to go heals because that's just what I've been doing on that account like I want to practice my healing so I was doing that and then a guy gets on and he was on this he's like hey look the only a DPS slot was open. He was like, look, I'd rather heal. If somebody else can play DPS, can you play DPS? I was like, fine, fuck it, I'll do it. So we switch. We get the first point really fast. Really fast. And now we go to the second point. The other team has a Reinhardt, a Diva, a May, a Junkrat, and I forget the other two because it really didn't matter, right? I was getting, every time, I would go, almost every time, I would go to the to the second point. We're on Anubis, right? Yep, I am not exaggerating, Bob. I would get two to three picks. Two to three picks on Anubis, because these people were not good. And that should be it. Like, you should be able to go in there, kill the other three, go sit on the point. Now you have three coming in on a stagger, unless they have their ultimates. That's gonna you. You just continue to fight. That's pretty much gonna win you the game. But they do have the. I mean, Anubis does have like the worst, or the worst spawn uh, spawn advantage for the defenders on that on on that second one. But yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. So I was just I was just playing soldier and literally like so you know my entire team was standing at the front. They weren't trying to go left. They weren't trying to go right. They're at the front. I would just go left. And the entire enemy team 
wasn't sitting behind the choke point. They were sitting in front of the choke point on the bridge. I had them all day, and they just did it over and over and over again. And I would keep getting two to three picks, and my tanks wouldn't initiate. They wouldn't just go stand in. stand there. As a matter of fact, they did, they, it wouldn't even be called initiating at that point. It would just be called walking into the point because I've already initiated the fight. You know, they wouldn't go in, and they wouldn't wait so long to go in. The the other team, the other three people would get back into the point, and the, we lost that game because of that. We lost that game because they couldn't get, they just wouldn't go. It was unbelievable. So that's what happens when you're playing solo <laughs> right now. And, 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 and that's one of the reasons I was having such a terrible time playing Overwatch since I got back. But, you know, on the flip side of that, I've been playing a lot with GeoSA. Uh, and um, I got to say, I got to give it up to him. I, I wanted to make a point to make sure I, I, I mentioned his name on this show because he has made major improvements in his game. At this point, he is getting when we put the last time we played, which was not yesterday, but I think the day before he was getting 50 SR per win. Nice. 50 SR per win. He's like and now he's sitting at mid gold is the highest he's ever been. But even when we were playing before, he was getting like 30 SR per win. He's putting up the numbers. He's getting, uh, he's doing well with the characters that he's playing. Still a little bit aggressive on Moira, but that's, you know, I just got to remind him, he fixes it, you know. But yeah, great job, GSA. If you see him on Discord, just give him a congratulations. Like, he's, he's, he's on his way to Platinum. Unfortunately, I don't know if that's a good thing right now <laughs> because of what's been going on. Well, good um, for him. Yeah, but he's been he's been doing great. So good job to to say. Um, but yeah, so let's I guess let's just hop into our, our topic about low platinum here because it it really feels like it's between like twenty five hundred to twenty seven hundred. I have no idea what's really going on. Right? How did this happen? Because I'm seeing a lot of things. I'm seeing. Uh, lack of teamwork. I'm, I've seen worse comps, uh, worse team comps in low platinum than I have seen in gold in the, in the last two weeks I've been back. Like, just terrible team comps. Like, you are going to a game, somebody's insta-locking Widowmaker, you know, and not playing her well, and then arguing with you about how effective they are as Widowmaker, <laughs> you know. When they're shooting into uh, um, Arissa's shields, you know, so we're seeing like terrible team comps, like three DPS, one healer, one tank, uh, you know, it's or like two healers, one tank, stuff like that. I, I don't understand. And I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people who they were like playing below their level. It feels like they're just they're not, they're doing things that they should not be doing, even at low platinum. Almost like they're playing in silver. It's it's the type of play that I would expect to see in silver, but I'm seeing it in low platinum. It's it really is unbelievable. Like I'm losing games that we shouldn't be losing. Like we have the advantage. How do you not get a tick on the second point of Anubis when you have killed three people and you have six? <laughs> you know, I don't. I, I don't. It's it's hard to say because I haven't played. I haven't played solo or duo or triple Q in forever. Like the lowest I've played is five. Um, we keep thinking we're gonna like four Q, but then someone else shows up or we get a sub, and then most of the time we're doing six. So like what I remember was that was what low plat was. It was just like really rough right there. 
And then once you got back into like higher plat, things kind of leveled off. But that's what I remember low like low plat was. Well, low plat, like I, well, like like I would say the way it was before. Between twenty five hundred and twenty six hundred was like the the remnants of gold, right? You had people who had just eked into platinum, you know, a little bit. Maybe they went on a hot streak, and then they're 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 in that range where they actually they play like they should be in gold, and they get pushed down. But the thing I'm saying right now is I'm saying like gold players, like even low and mid gold, are do are are performing better. They're have they have better comps, better teamwork, better team communication than what I'm seeing in platinum. Like it's a, or in low platinum, I should say. That's the surprising thing. It'll be a little different to me if I was seeing worse play in low gold because that would tell me that people are just getting moved up somehow. That's that's the, that's what that would tell me. That people are just kind of getting moved up in in the rankings. Like maybe they're getting a bit better mechanically, but their skill at Overwatch still kind of still kind of sucks. But I'm seeing better play in low gold than I am. In, in low and mid gold, I'd say that I am, and I'm seeing in uh in low platinum. Low, and that's, low that's gold very I've played. Low gold I've played, and that like I have played that duo and single queue. Like at the end of the night, just jacking around, like playing tracer something, and that sucked. Like that's been. Oh, bad it's still for me. not the greatest. Don't get me wrong; it's still not great. What I'm saying is, low platinum is worse right now. It's worse, right? It really feels like you I'll have, have a bunch of people. Because that sounds crazy, but maybe. It, it, what I, like, I'm trying to describe it, but I think it's because you have a bunch of people who maybe are more mechanically skilled than the people in gold, right? But maybe. their teamwork is terrible. Their communication is horrible. I think that's just that's just the Q system, you know what I mean? Like, and. It's become more and more obvious, like playing with an actual team that keeps working together and not just like a pug six, you know, where you guys just get together. Like we have pugs at times, but it's never more than like two. And so it's definitely been interesting. And we're normally subbing in DPS, which oftentimes doesn't have like it's 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 easier for them to dive in different cops. The only problem we've run into is most of the subs we get cannot play Genji, so it kind of changes up our game some. Genji's kind of important for a lot of the maps. Well, I mean, obviously, playing with a, a organized team should provide more communication, but there's still a level of communication you can expect from games. And of course, you're gonna if you when you're in a queue with randoms, you're gonna get some games, even half of your games, maybe. Well, poor communication, poor teamwork, uh, poor comps. Let's say you even get half of that. But you should be getting some games that that's not happening, right? You should be getting some games where you have okay communication, okay teamwork. <laughs> you know, you guys are working together. Um, and that's really not happening. Like, that is just, like, not happening. In it might right just now. be that way across everything. Because I hear that from Masters and GMs. And Lee Bomb was saying that, like, some of his games, no one says a word, and two people aren't even in the chat. Like, right. it, well, like it, I think it's just across the board. People just don't communicate in those solo queue type of things. And yeah, but at least at Masters and and Diamond, well, Masters and GM and 
uh, even like Diamond, you still have players that mechanically are playing well, and they probably play their characters well too, and that's another issue, right? If I see one more Reinhardt fucking charge into a group of the yeah. of the enemy team, I'm gonna lose my shit, man. Like it's te- it is really bad. That's what I'm saying. Like I I expect a, a lot of this stuff, right? Like you know, if I go into a game and two people are in team chat, okay, that's so OQ, but like you know, because it's not like this is the first time I've been in low platinum, right? Um, on this account, because actually, actually, this account I wanted to keep it in gold, but I just keep getting pushed back into platinum. Once you hit, once you hit to a certain level, it really feels like it starts pushing you back up. But yeah, I, I haven't seen it this bad at this range of an SR. Like that's just a two hundred SR range. That's not fun to plan at all. And when we, I've been playing gold, like low gold with like, like Geo or somebody else that has been, um, at max we three at max we three, but most of the time we just two like duo queue. So you still have four of the people in the game and sometimes, okay, you got to carry a little bit, but those people, like they'll be in the, you can at least talk to them. They'll mostly listen to what you got to say, right? Like if I, I like, I'll, I'll tell Reinhardt that's charging and, and low gold recently, please stop charging into the group and just keep the shield up and they'll keep the shield up. <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll do that. I have found plat. No, I not have, right now. Yeah. That's one thing I have found in gold. Like I'll start saying things and people actually do what I say. It's, it, it is a little weird. And then like, if I'm messing around, like I feel bad that I really try to win hard for him. Cause it's just, it's, it's kind of, after I don't know, it's really messed me up being on a team because it's just so nice. Like you go in there, you know exactly what you're gonna like, close to what you're gonna play. You know what your your role is. There's no worried about who's better at this, who's better at that. Stats don't even matter. Like the other day, one of our games, Volskaya, I played uh, I played monkey the entire time. Ended with gold damage, gold uh, kills, gold of objective kills and gold objective time and i didn't you know i didn't carry like my my healers were keeping me up like crazy like we were diving and like i was getting all the cleave damage so it just like you know i did post it to make fun of death blow but it's just not something you really talk about or really even care about because it just doesn't matter tracer might have been hiding this whole time while we're getting poke you know so can't expect her to have it, but in the solo queue stuff, everybody's trying to use those stats as a I'm doing stuff right thing. And it's just it's 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 a never ending struggle because you're just not gonna get past that. That's true. A lot of people do use the stats as like, well, I have gold this or I have gold that. Even but I've the done way, it. the way I've been seeing people play, there's no way they have decent stats on their characters. <laughs> you know, like there's there's no way like I well, saw you say that, the- but I've had so many people tell me I'm not doing anything when I'm in low gold and I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, okay. You know, and I don't even argue with them now because I do, I am killing a bunch of people. I do have the most, the most final blows and people just don't get it half of the time. So how do you even win with that? Like, I don't know. No, I, I get that. But like a lot of the time in like plat, like, like I said, I've been playing healer on that account specifically. So I'm sitting behind the team most of the time. So I can see when that McCree is whiffing 
at that Farah. <laughs> you know, I see with the McCree's with oh, Farah. Right? <laughs> in our six v six game, well, here I'll talk about it in the next segment, <laughs> but right. it pertains to that. Uh, saw something. Of Farrah? Just yeah, just remind me, Farah soldier. All right, no problem. So like I. Uh... Like I, I can see the McCree with the Farrah, or I can see the, <laughs> oh my God, so many times, especially after the buff, I will see the Reaper jump down into a group and just target the wrong people, like he, and just get destroyed. Like an entire group of six would be there, right? Like uh, Matt, like Eichenwald, for example. You know how you have that, like, you know, you're going up the incline, you have that bridge there, and I see the Reaper up there, and he jumped down into the group. Doesn't go after the squishies. Doesn't go after the healers. Goes after the tanks. He's sitting there hammering at the tanks. The DPS behind the tanks killed the soldier, and then the healers heal the tanks, therefore just upping everybody's ultimates. And then they just do the same thing. Was over it at least a monkey? Over. Because huh? I mean, a monkey could be a good target depending on the situation. It's like a Roadhog and an Orissa. In, in this specific case, it's like, dude, bro, like, come on, man. Please stop doing that. And like you well, give advice. You know what I've done with Reaper right. at the Cavalry Game Night? I killed myself multiple times with the cancel with the cancel ability because I was like, oh shoot does it. Oh, shift again does it. Like anything you do takes you out of takes you out of Wraith form. Yeah, and so we I just killed myself. Yeah. Whoops. Nice, yeah. So that's what I'm 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 I feel a little bad because, like, I've, I've been telling players for a long time, like, look, man, like, gold's rough, but once you get into platinum, it starts to get better, right? But now it's like the plat- now low platinum feels like that final gauntlet you need to get out of, like, <laughs> out of hell, right? Like, it's going to be the worst. It's going to be the worst Overwatch you have ever played, possibly. I think you, I, I haven't played just all bronze. The same. It's just I've all never the played same. bronze. It's, dude, it is not the same. Like, trust me, it is, you got to You, uh, do you have any accounts in that range currently? Like a practice account? I mean, toxicity. Yeah. The, like the only one I've, I've, I've played my plats solo queue, but I've played the, the low gold and it's, I'm just talking for the history of overwatch. Like it's all the same. Like sometimes you get a good group in the lower ones. Sometimes you get a good group of the higher ones. Sometimes, oftentimes you get a bad group. Sometimes you well, get a quiet group. That's the problem. I think everybody accepts that fact that if you're going to play with randoms, that sometimes you get good ones, sometimes you get bad ones. Well, hopefully you've been making use of the, uh, especially if you're duo queuing, like the don't, you know, avoid a player. Like if you're duo queuing, yeah. that's four players you can avoid. If you're, tr- if you're trio queuing, that's six players you can avoid. Use that I strategically. Know- I knew it was really bad when I was in games with teams that communicated the entire game. All six people communicating the entire game, trying to work together, and they still couldn't pull it together at all. That game where I was getting like three picks like every other minute, not even every other minute, everybody was talking. Everybody was talking. I'm like, okay, I got three picks going. And the, the right heart's like, oh, no, no, not yet. There's still this person. I'm like, but there's only three of them going there as a team. And like, <laughs> he would never keep his shield up and walk it in. Like, he was like, okay. One time, he was like, okay. I think it was like the first time. He was like, okay. He puts the shield down and he just charges in, misses the charge, gets killed. The other people get killed behind him. 
as they as they try to go in. I think I lost his trust at that point because he's like, I listen to that guy. I'm not listening to that guy anymore. It's I'm like, dude, yeah. So it's rough, man. Like, I, if you're, if I'm gonna say this, if you're trying to climb out of gold in the platinum, I'm not telling you to forget about it. Like, don't worry about it. Like, you know. Uh, or, or I'm not telling you like you should just stay in gold. I think you should still try to push out of gold into platinum. But I'm just saying that this that, that five, 2500 to 2700 um, range seems to be really tough right now. They're, I'm looking for a tweet right now because somebody else had the Spanky Hunter on Twitter talked about that, and this was not. This was like four days ago. When I met him, not in that range, though. Well, he's in gold. He's like, um, he's been making it up. Oh, to... I thought you were saying plat. Yeah, he's in gold. Now he is, but he said, like, he said he he makes it, he's he made it into platinum several oh, times, and he? he hated it. Yeah, I thought he said that... he never made it. In... Oh, maybe I don't, no, I don't know. One of the t- I can't find his original. Oh, here it is. It says, um. You blah, blah blah. Let's see. I crept in the platinum this season, and the amount of trolls and annoying people jumped massively. I dropped back to twenty three hundred, and the people are nice again. So that's kind of like um, that's kind of what I've been talking about. Now I haven't seen twenty three hundred to twenty five hundred gold recently. So I don't know how bad it is in that area, but I'm telling you, like in 2,500 to 2,700 platinum, it really feels like, you know what it probably is? It, I think it has to do a lot to do with attitude adjustment, right? I think people need to adjust their attitudes. I think the people who are in low gold realize that gold isn't the shit, right? Like it's not, it's not that hot shit that you, that you want to be in, right? And they realize they still need to improve and they're probably more open to suggestions and working together and stuff like that versus I think maybe people who get into low platinum are kind of like, Oh, I finally made it. <laughs> you know, I made it to the platinum promised land and you can't tell me shit because I got here. And maybe that's why, because there's way more cooperation and low gold I'm seeing right now than I am seeing in platinum. So for those of you who are in gold, I'm trying to push into platinum still do it, but just, you know, when you get to low platinum, realize you could be coming across some really hard opposition and not necessarily because the players are that skilled. It's just because, you know, people are failing to work together and there's an attitude adjustment. So I don't know, man. I don't like it. Like, it, like that, like that shit was just not, not good, you know, but we'll see. Let's go ahead and move into 6v6 competitive elimination because that was a surprise. Right? Yeah, I mean, like, I did not see that coming. I don't Why think anybody really saw that given that to me during a shitty uh, event instead of an event I want, already want to play what's going on. Now I have two things I have to choose between. Dang it. Well, well isn't the... So the Uprising event is over on the 30th. But this event is, is uh, going to be available until the 8th. Officially, I think the last day you can say is the seventh, but it's going to get patched out on the eighth. So you'll have a little bit more time. You'll have like an extra week just to play this if you want to. That's a bummer. Yeah, but it is. It was pretty cool. Even though I, I think I would have liked the three v three elimination competitive better because. That's those, what I'm I sorry, said but too, yep. th- those maps are not built for six people. 
they're pretty chaotic. They're built for three people. It worked out yeah. better this time around. I hadn't played it since Moira and uh, Brigitte was added to the game. So that definitely helped quite a bit in the, the I've only played five games. We went four and one triple queued a couple and um, uh, quad queued a couple. We did get lucky with, uh, with the people that were pugs. They were all nice. People worked together. It was only one round that was, that was silent. Yeah. So I have, I oh both well I've played three games so far and all three of the games I played people were very communicative they're talkative but I think it's because a lot of people don't know what to do they didn't play lockout elimination before they didn't know what to pick you know so like for example somebody was gonna pick mercy and the first time I'm like oh, I would hold on to that like hold on to the mercy until we pick a Farah right you know you don't want to pick a Farah until they use up their McCree and soldier and widow hopefully. You know, that, yeah. that's when you want to do it. So there's a little bit more strategy to it, and people are more open to talking and learning, like, okay, what do we pick? What do we do? Um, do we save all of our healers for the end? Should we play a healer at all? Should we play two healers? Like, what do you want to do? It was so, uh, it was super interesting because lots of our games, people didn't play DPS and tank and support the whole time. A lot of them were switching off, and I assume that's because you know, everybody's concentrated on learning, you know, one support, one tank, one DPS. And that that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that, like, people weren't fighting over DPS characters or anything like that. So that was that was nice. I would say its biggest, uh, its biggest problem is that it's on maps that aren't designed to, ha- to have that many people on it. So it gets a bit crowded. It gets a bit chaotic. Sometimes uh, it doesn't make most it terrible. Part, it was for the most part, it was pretty good though, because you could actually have good comps with the two less healers. It was horrible. I was like, I don't even know why they have this. Well, you don't know why they have this. No, that was what I was thinking in my head. I don't even know why they have this when they didn't yeah. have two more healers. Like it was, a, it was a dumb game. Like you'd be out of heals. Like, like the, the final round. No, no, 6v6. When <laughs> did they have 6v6 lockout elimination? Oh, gosh, months and months ago. I don't even remember 6v6 lockout elimination. I remember 3v3. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've had it for a, for a long time. Hmm. Yeah, like, you know, so those maps that you're playing on were specifically developed for 3v3, you know, lockout elimination. So that's why I think they would, I think that would have been a bit better. That would have been a bit more competitive. Uh, queue times definitely been shorter because you're talking about and you only need half the people, right? Well, and, and it's it, just a comp that you could play without having to coordinate six people. That's just kind of cool. Exactly. So even though I haven't seen people coordinate pretty well, like you'll see an entire team move to the left or move to the right. You know, you're not really seeing any outliers, like except maybe a Widowmaker who's trying to get shots from a flank or something like that. So, no, I do... Uh, depending and people are playing different heroes based on the map, so that's that's cool. I mean, I like it. I, I mean, honestly, I wish they just have competitive queues, uh, you know, up in general, right? Like, I, even though like I guess I do think this should be a three v three, not a six v six, but if they had this run along like this season, run alongside the other competitive seasons, I think you'd be fine. Do like uh, just do a, a different one each one, you know, like this time. 
you know, this season you they run six v six. This next season they run capture the flag. The next season they run Lucio Ball. The next season they run three v three. Yeah, so you're gonna have two competitive cues, you know, at the at same one time. time. Yeah, I cool. think that'd be fine. I mean, technically speaking, you can have multiple competitive cues with the amount of people who play this game. You can have multiple competitive cues, even more than two, and the game would still do just fine. It would actually, uh, you know, it would concentrate the number of players who actually want to play competitive in certain modes, right? Yeah. You know, so you don't get players who kind of, who just don't want to play quick play. I shouldn't say that. You get less players who don't just want to play quick play and regular competitive. They may decide that, oh, I like CTF competitive better. Or they may say, decide that, oh, I like, um, you know, competitive Ooh, no elimination better. decide they, want C- they like CTF better. I think you That's need to give crazy. it time. I think you need to give it time, like a good amount of time. Because th- those, like, competitive, six, competitive CTF was only up for a short time during an event. It takes more than four weeks for people to start really digging into a game mode and figuring out how to play it competitively. If you gave That's it more true. time, if you gave it more time, people would figure it out. They'd be able to tweak the rules better. Just like Blizzard tweaked the rules of CTF, the competitive CTF, you know, after people have been playing it for a while to to make it better. By the way, I just want to say it once again, mostly my suggestions that I said last year, but you know, this is not toot your own horn radio. It actually is toot your horn own horn radio, but um still like it, it um you know that 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 was with time, so that's what you do. You you give it time to breathe. You give the competitive players a chance to actually, you know, mold the rules to make it competitive and fair. You know, and, and there's there's a few people I've talked to that like it. Like Andreas likes it, but I'm just like, okay, well, you go have fun playing that. But I do like six six v six. I do like a lot of them. So I would be totally cool with that. And if you know it was one that I didn't like at the time, I just I just wouldn't play it. Right, exactly. Like you have that option. Like, you know, you have your main competitive mode that probably most people will play, and then you'd have these other competitive modes, which I mean, if they existed, uh, I can't see them like the queues taking forever to fill up. Not with the amount of people who play this game. You know? Yeah. I I mean I I I would have to see the numbers to make that call, but you, I mean, you're probably right. Yeah. The, one, the thing I, you know, Blizzard's always worried about community fragmentation. And it is a good problem to think about, right? When you're thinking about doing things in your game. But one of the things I constantly think about when it comes to fragmentation is Call of Duty, right? Call of Duty not only fragments their community across multiple game modes, a lot, a lot more than we have in Overwatch. And they also fragment them via DLC as well. Yet, if you go to play Call of Duty and you don't have any DLCs and you, uh, you know, you go to play a regular game, well, you're not going to sit in queue for that long. So, like, that's, I think Call of Duty is like an extreme, like, it's almost an extreme version of fragmentation and they can still get was, you in queues with people to play games. When was the last time you played Call of Duty online? Uh, I get Call of Duty every year for free, so like I at least play it once. Oh, if you not more than more than once, but like uh, you know, I'll play. I'll usually start playing. I'll stop playing it after like you know a month or two, and then I'll hop in and play some like you know. Uh, well, they don't have a competitive mode, but like quick play or whatever, and team deathmatch or capture the flag when I get an itch. 
to play a game that's a shooter that's really easy to play. <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you, sometimes you just have bad days, guys, and you just want to go in and shoot somebody in the face and call it a day. So, but I mean, you could load up Black Ops Two right now, and there's still people playing that game. You can still hop into a queue for it. Though, like you know, you have massive fragmentation when it comes to Call of Duty, and it. How do you and, know that? Did you have you logged into that? Or do you have friends that play it? Yeah, people still play Black Ops Two. People play Black Ops Two over Black Ops Three. Uh, I'm just saying, like, how do you know that? Because there's still active communities for Black Ops Two. That's how you know. Activision's still running servers. There's active communities for it. Okay. So I, I don't have Black I mean, Ops Two. I, 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 have, I, have, I have no idea about that. Right. But that does like Blizzard can afford to fragment the community a little bit. You know, they can if they if they wanted to, but they are they are really hypersensitive about it. So but I mean they're not the only one. They and Call of Duty's not the only ones. Almost every session. What did you what do you think of six of six v six elimination? The like when you played it? Like did you play different roles? Like what did you think of it? Oh, I played what I flexed what I was needed. Like, you know, I'll play a tank sometimes, I'll play a DPS other times. You know, it would uh, play heals if I needed it. I think it's fun. Like, I like the elimination game mode. I just think 6v6 is too many people. That That's the issue. 6v6 is just... Well, maybe they'll give you the 3v3 next time. Maybe. I don't know. I think they're, I think they're doing this because they're really testing to see if they can do multiple competitive seasons, right? I mean, something... Because so, something's got to happen. Uh... With the year, with the new, with the anniversary coming up, with the two year anniversary, I can't imagine that they're just going to release some new skins. Oh, I shouldn't say I can't imagine because they might. They just release, you know, some new skins. Uh, you know, do a little anniversary event, and that's it. Like something's got to change. There's so many complaints on the forums right now. Every day, new complaints just competitive isn't fun to play anymore overwatch isn't fun to play anymore the game's not balanced like it's there's a lot of and of course the forums are going to have negativity but i've been tracking the forums for a long time you know since because because of watch more radio that's what we do we look at community at, at the community and one of the best places to do that is the overwatch forums reddit stuff like that so i've been tracking for a long time and this is like the most I've seen the most negativity I've seen just toward the game itself in a long time. And I'm seeing a lot of people drop off from playing as well because competitive isn't fun to play. It doesn't feel rewarding for a lot of people. It's just not, uh, you know, really worth it for them. So I think Blizzard needs to do something. It's either going to happen at the anniversary or maybe at BlizzCon they're going to make some type of announcement. But I think this may be part of their new strategy to have, you know, a competitive, you know, multiple competitive seasons running at a time, or maybe they're going to announce some some fixes to the way, you know, competitive works. You know, maybe maybe they'll do that, but they gotta do something soon. I I think to to if they want to keep their base, which keeping numbers high is always always important. You know. Yeah, I get you. I don't know. I've I've just had completely different experience than you, so it's hard to speak to speak to that. I encourage everybody to go find a team, get a coach, Bob. It's like you found... learning how to play the game. 
It's like you found a new religion, Bob. That's what it sounds like. A whole <laughs> new world. It's like, oh man, I a just found Jesus and you should too. Fantastic Overwatch. Yeah, so. I mean, it I mean, it really is cool. I mean, even if you lose, it's still cool. Like, it's just cool. At least, like, the best is, I love it, because if you play a six deck, nobody can blame the poor rando on the team. I'm like, okay, it was all of our faults. There's, we can't be like, oh, we had that, we had that crap, Genji. He sucked. You know, everybody just like lays that off and doesn't look inward. But six v six kind of pushes you either to look inward, or you just break away from the team because you believe that it's all them and not you. You know what I mean? So that part yeah. I kind of like. Yeah, I think. But the, I don't know the, how. How did we get onto that? Like we were talking about six v six elimination. Well, yeah, well, yeah, it, 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 you know how things go on this show. Things lead to other things, and other things lead to other things. Uh, but I think that the, with, with the team, like what you're saying with the team stuff, like in early Overwatch, there was more pe- I think there were more people forming, not forming teams, but at least playing with people and then sticking with those people that they started to play with, you know, because I know a lot of the people on my main account that are that I played with. I met them via LFG, and if they were, you know, a decent player, we play together, and our groups would get larger and larger and larger and larger, and then all the good LFGs went away. And then on top of that, that's when you start to find out that, well, if you play in a six stack, it may not actually turn that well turn out that well for you. And that's you know? the part they need to fix. They need to fix that. I actually, if you put to, if you are in a four stack, actually, I get excited when I see four stacks on the other team. Now I'm like, oh, they're a four stack. Oh, this is going to be awesome because somebody on our team is good. <laughs> you know, they they usually stack the odds against you, like with a four stack and, um, you well, know, and, uh, well, five stack. Like the like, it just depends on what's on your side, though. I mean, if they get, if you get a same, you know, like if you get a six v six, it's supposed to be even. But the problem is with the six stack, oftentimes they'll give you. a a duo queue and a quad queue that's higher rated than you. And yeah. that's where it becomes a problem. It should just be the same, but they assume because you're going to have coordination that you should play someone higher if they're not in a full group. And yep. that I don't think should be the case. Nope. And if that wasn't the case, people would six, uh, six stack more because they wouldn't want to run into us to a six stack. Yeah, and you'd still lose at at times. Like just because you're a six, even a team, it doesn't mean you guys are going to play well that time. It doesn't mean you're going to make the right calls. It doesn't mean you're going to get that last hit on mercy, which ends the fight. You know, there's all kinds of of variables, and there's a lot of luck in Overwatch too. There is. It, it kind of speaks to Blizzard's balance philosophy because. Instead, what they're doing, right, with with that philosophy that they have with the six stacks, they're trying to make the game fair. In their minds, that's what they're doing. Like, it's going to be more fair if if yep. they're playing some higher, somebody higher because, you know, they're, they're all teams. They're probably all friends and, you know, they stick together. Um, however, instead of making the game, instead of trying to make the game fair, they should worry about making the game balanced that is what they should be doing uh because if they did that the, if the game was balanced then you know it fairness would be something that kind of just happens in the game if the game was balanced like okay fine you you go up against a six stack 
when you're playing when on your side there's like three two stacks okay that's gonna suck but that also gives you an incentive to find other people to play with and play the game the way the game was apparently a meant you know originally meant to be played a, a, a game of six people working together uh and the stronger the team you know teamwork the stronger the team themselves that was kind of what was uh you know that's that, that that that's what was the way the game was going to be played but right now if you end up doing a six stack it's just um yeah it just doesn't seem to be worth it right so i think they really need to focus on making the game balanced versus making the game fair cuz fairness is like subjective you just right? made me think of something well go ahead that might be why they're doing this 6v6 el- elimination like basically like right now there are two comps that are the best comps in the the Overwatch League. It's Monkey, Diva, Tracer, Genji, Lucio, uh, Zen. Mm. The other one is all the same characters, but you trade Lucio for Mercy and you trade Genji for Widow. Those are the two, I mean, vastly most played, at least in stage two when I did the, when I did the, the, uh, when I looked it all up. So I think Blizzard's trying to do this to see if people will build different comps and possibly learn something they hadn't. Yeah, I know it's only like one, it's just one fight, but it might get people thinking about different comps. Because right now, those comps, like, I mean, if you're not playing, for most maps, if you're not playing Monkey Diva, you're just doing it wrong. And if you don't have a tracer in most maps, you're just doing it wrong. And that's like, that's, I mean, that's, that's like balance, I guess, in one, one term, but it's kind of boring with a game with so many different characters. So I wonder if they're just trying to like spark, spark the community's minds and like, what kind of comps can you make? Possibly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the game definitely plays differently. Plus you'd have to think about, you know, your comp per round, like, do you want to blow these characters in the first round or do you want to blow them in the second round? Stuff like that, if you win, you know? So, yeah, I mean, that definitely, that might be the case, uh, but it, I think it'd be, uh, it'll be hard to transfer team comps from elimination to actual competitive, so. Yeah, I mean, and there's, I mean, there's the different map types give you something, but I think it's just, you could force people learning more synergies and then that could spark what to do on other maps. Cause there are maps that are outliers like King's row. You don't play, you don't play monkey on, you know, you play Reinhardt. And so there are different outliners depending on the map, but maybe they're hoping people find more outliers with, uh, with other maps using these, as, you know, it's just a way to kind of get the community thinking. Maybe be cool. That would be nice. Uh, let's go ahead and slip into this final topic of the Hanzo buff. The accidental Hanzo buff that was left in the game. So I don't know which day it was actually done on, but Scattershot was buffed by accident. It was reduced by two seconds. Jeff Goodman, it missed. This was an accident. It was not intended to go live in the game. However, it's still in the game. Now, yesterday, which would be Monday at this point, Jeff Goodman said, 
we might just leave it as is because we're going to, you know, the next update is going to be coming out pretty quickly. Well, the next update to the game came out today, yet the 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 buff is still in the game, right? Well, I mean, he did say we're looking at re- at reverting this, but there's a chance we end up leaving it as is for now since we're planning on on releasing the next update fairly quickly anyway. Yes, that's what he said yesterday. And the next update was today. <laughs> the, the, the game was patched today. Uh, actually, not that long ago before we started recording. But, yeah, the, like, the, the Hanzo buff is still in the game. And the problem with this is it, it's less of a problem of, like, you know, an update that went live by accident and more a problem with the almost the attitude that they seem to have toward competitive. You have a, a, you have a competitive season that's active right now. We're going toward the end of the competitive season. Obviously, Scattershot, like, you know, we know that Scattershot is likely going to be removed in favor of a different ability, which we believe right now to be Rapid Shot. I mean, for Jeff Kaplan to actually speak on that, that says it's pretty far in development, right, for them to speak on that, uh, an actual ability to replace Scattershot. So... At this point, it's kind of universally agreed that Scattershot is a bit too much for the game. To buff that ability, you know, that's a, a problem in general. And two, the, the the buff itself was accidental. It was a result of the work that they're trying to do, you know, in the future. But with the season being active, something like that, like an accidental buff that unbalances the character, because with all those facts that I just mentioned, that uh, a, a two-second cooldown or you know a two second um, or eight second cooldown on scattershot is unbalancing the ability if they thought that the ability would be more balanced with eight second cooldown they would have already put it in so the ability is now unbalanced and they're leaving it in the game during an active competitive season and that shows that that's pretty real that's pretty relaxed right that's a, that's a pretty relaxed attitude it's not like it was eight seconds before and they're trying to decide what to do with it you know, it was 10 seconds before they actually turned it to 8. They just need to revert it so it goes back to 10, but they're not going to do it because they're going to be like, oh, well, and, you know, the next update, which actually happened today, but let's say it happens in a week. The next update will take care of it. You know, it's not for the battle.net client. It's not like uh, they have to pay anybody for the updates like they do with uh, with the Xbox One and the PS4. They could just make the update. And other shooters, if they, or almost any of the game, if they accidentally buffed or nerfed somebody, like by accident, they would, during a competitive season, like they would quickly try to patch it and take care of it. You know, that's, that's the deal. And why does, I just think they're, I think they're probably not worried about it because Hanzo really isn't, isn't played much like throughout, throughout Cub. That's That'd still showing guess. a very relaxed attitude. But either way, like it was a day ago, it wasn't like it wasn't even like I don't know how this works. It, it might have been a day and some hours. I don't know if it actually says the hours, but it's it's it says a day ago. I'm sure the patch that came out with just a few bug fixes for the event was already set, and they're not going to just rebuild that uh, that code. So they might be working on it now, and then. This is just going to be silly complaining about it. The Hanzo buff 
was put in during the weekend or maybe before the weekend. It was a silent update because definitely on Sunday it was already on Sunday it was already in the game. I like that 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 was already there. It was on Monday or yesterday that Jeff Goodman admitted that it was by accident because people had been talking about it for the past like two days already, and he yeah. admitted that it was an accident. Was so, it on Friday? Because if it was on Friday, I missed out on playing Hanzo at game night. Um, I don't know. I don't think I played Friday or Saturday. I can't remember if I played Saturday, but it was definitely, definitely, it was in the game on Sunday for sure. But yeah, I wouldn't even have known it was in the game if uh, I believe it was Totem told me in my Discord that that it happened, and I was like, "What?" I thought he was kidding. Then I looked at it. I was like, "Oh, wow, they did." I would have. I mean, I would have never known because I just don't play Hanzo much. Yeah, but just like, like I said, it, the the main problem that I have with it, it just kind of really shows a relaxed attitude toward the competitive nature of the game when you don't fix it quickly, right? I don't even know how this really happened. Well, I shouldn't say I, I shouldn't say I don't know how it happened. I do know how it happened, but I, how do you put it? Like, so the Hanzo stuff hasn't even gone to the PTR yet, right? Why is this patch or or this change in the live version of their build? Why is it not on in the PTR version of their build? I can see if this got uploaded to the PTR by accident, but uploaded to live? I have no clue, man. I don't know how Holy that happens shit. at all. <laughs> yeah, like that's I and the um Delta Runner just said didn't uh, didn't they buff Sombra on accident and fix it like a day later? Yes, they did. They had they did that when they accidentally pushed her PTR changes or some of her PTR changes to live. They reverted it almost immediately. They didn't just wait hmm. for you know. They didn't just wait. Well, they for probably us. reverted that whole. So I remember that. That I mean, that was. Wasn't it just on console though? No, I, I it swear was it was just on on console that that was. It pushed. was a, It was across the board. Or no, console yeah. couldn't get it fixed right away because of the yes. uh, <laughs> the uh, approval process. That's because what of the it approval was. process. Yeah, but that so, they just pulled the whole patch back they didn't edit the actual build you know the actual patch build like they just pulled the whole thing back and reverted to previous patch it might be harder to actually edit just a patch and put it in there so they might be well, building their own patch just to patch it in well like i said the the patch for that for that where the patch where the change actually happened was like i'm, pre- I'm pretty sure i don't see any patch notes for it it was a silent patch they could before releasing this patch, they could have reverted that back to where it was on Friday, or or whatever it was. I feel like if a silent patch, I feel like a silent patch is like a server side change. So like I don't know, I'm 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 confused by it either like either way. It sounds like his post here is just testing the waters to see if everybody's going to lose their mind and then they're like all right we'll go ahead and put the manpower towards this you know type of thing you don't test the waters during a competitive season like i said it shows how relaxed you feel about it like ah we know that the competitive season is going to be wrapping up soon and this is a little overpowered but eh, we'll just leave it in the game like that's that's not really cool because like well what am i really trying for here right if if you're going to have that style of relaxed attitude toward you know unbalanced character in the game See, I don't think Hanzo's a good character of the game, or I'd play him more because I love him. But I don't think he's a good character, so that's that's why I'm not worried about it. Game nights, it'll suck, though. Eh, probably. He, he's played a lot in game nights. <laughs> right. Well, no, I've been seeing 
Actually, I've been seeing Hanzo quite a bit, to be honest with you. In Even low in gold. In low gold? Even in gold, yeah. So, well, luckily, a lot of them miss. You ain't seeing him hit much. <laughs> <laughs> luckily, a lot of them miss. But I did run across a Hanzo that was actually pretty good in low gold. He was definitely a smurfing. And he was definitely using that eight seconds to his advantage. Like he was hitting those shots. I just see people get erased over and over and over. Again. Lots of the yeah, lots of those DPS smurfs down lower are like masters and GM supports, like trying to break out of the support mold, you know? Right. Yeah. So it's um it, that just bothered me. I'm like, you sh- this should have been I'm not saying they should have stopped all production at Overwatch and fixed this. But when this happened, they should have fixed it. They should have just been like, okay, well, let's either put something into the next patch, which it really is just changing a cooldown timer. Uh, we may have the cooldown timer for the rapid shot ability. Who knows? It may be eight seconds. Yeah, well, I, but, think, I think it is, but I feel like it's a server-side change, so I don't know why they couldn't just... Because a, a truly silent patch would have to be a server-side change. That's not true. We've... Get I mean, silent patches from Overwatch all the time. Yeah, but you're gonna see a bar. It's just gonna be fast. Yeah, like a lot. Yeah, but you'll see it. Like, but it's still a silent patch. Like where they don't tell you about the patch. Where, where they don't. don't the patch. Where they don't release the patch notes. They don't release gotcha. the patch notes. They don't really tell you anything about it. Um, you know, if it's not worth talking about. But this was worth talking about <laughs> by accident. They probably didn't even realize it until the community said something. That's that's pro- that's the issue, right? They didn't realize that the community said something. And they might also be like the delay could also be them investigating who made the air. Oh, that's something you can do after the fact. They 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 I mean, if they're like any other developer, whether it be video game developer or uh just software developer in general, they have logs, they have who committed this to the, you know, to the Git repository, they have all that already. So you should be able to do that without having to wait and patch it so it's not it's not the it's it's not like this is a huge sin on overwatch's part but i'm like come on now i understand like the overwatch team uh, really has always felt to me that on the competitive aspect of the game they are a little bit relaxed to it more now they're probably a bit more uh not as relaxed as they used to be because of overwatch league you know so and that you know that's a good thing, but leaving an unbalanced character in a game during a competitive season, eh, eh, you could do a little better. I think you could do a little better. So uh, let's go ahead and move into our weekly updates. Weekly updates. All right, so we only have one weekly update this week, and that is that Retribution, that's the patch we were just talking about today, has been updated so that incapacitated players will be left behind by the dropship. This was needed. It really was needed because I know I'm not the only one who, when the dropship will come, your Genji is still out there trying to get kills and instead of getting to the dropship. Oh, and it, and it wouldn't leave? It wouldn't leave. If the players are getting incapacitated, it will not leave. Now if the dropship's there and... You know, three players in, but your Genji's still out there and he gets taken down, packs up, goes. So I don't, I think that counts as a win now. Maybe it wouldn't count as a win before. Oh, no, it definitely didn't count as a win before because what would happen is that uh, it would, um, you know, you would just get like the defeat screen. That's what would happen. 
Well, it's uh, hopefully it counts as a win for everybody that's in the dropship and not that Genji. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to take it that far. I don't know. But that has been changed. So now get your ass in the dropship. Okay. And get, get out your of ass there. to Mars. Yeah. So, and I think that's really going to help more for legendary, right? Like, it's like, I think a lot of people were having that problem where, you know, they're Genji try to be Superman, or not just Genji. I'm picking on Genji, but somebody tried to be Superman <laughs> out there, Superwoman with Moira, and then get wiped. So, uh, but yeah, that's happening. But, I haven't, um, uh, I haven't tried it on Legendary. I beat it on, uh, I beat it on the one below Legendary, but I haven't expert. done the hardest one. I have not even attempted it on Legendary yet. So, uh, but yeah. All right. So that was, that was the only weekly update we really had. There wasn't much going on in Overwatch this week. As you can see, the show is only about an hour, and we're about to close it up. <laughs> so not much going not on. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. But uh, Bob, <laughs> you, you want to talk about uh, game nights coming up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we've we had a couple requests of people wanting to know when game nights are, so I thought I'd just say it at the end of the episodes. Uh, there's a game night this weekend on Saturday night. It is the Overwatch League Network Game Night. I believe you can get to that Discord by discord.me slash O-W-L-N show. Uh, it'll be starting around... Uh, it starts right after the uh, the Overwatch League matches for the day end. So 7 o'clock Central. Um, so come, come out. Maybe we'll get Jaw to come out. I know I'll be there and... A lot of other podcasters go to these, so come out, have a good time. Yeah, I'll see. I'll, I'll see if I can join this one, but I may not be able to. We, we'll see how Friday night goes. Uh, okay, so oh, another thing about game night. So if you're on the PS4 community group, the Watchmen Radio Overwatch group on PS4, uh, I've been a little active in that recently, and I did promise that I'm going to make something happen. We are going to be having a game night. I just need a little time to to organize it. If you are in that group and you listen to this show, please hop on the Discord because more than likely when we do do the game night, we're going to organize the games through the Discord. It'll be easier than you know having to just you know add everybody at the time of the actual um, game night. So hop into the Discord. Um, let us know when you're in there and then we're going to start, we're going to organize a game night and get it done. You know, we'll try to make it like a regular occurrence. Uh, and if you're on the Xbox, I I'm doing, I'm not forgetting about you guys. We'll also do the same thing for the Xbox as well. Even though a lot of you guys have switched over to PC at this point, but we're still see who's, uh, who's playing on, on Xbox. But yeah, we're going to go ahead and we're definitely going to start doing some game nights on PS4. See if you can knock that salt off, right? So <laughs> I just I just want to watch the stream and see how you play once you play Lucio. You want me to play Lucio? I see. I don't play Lucio on PS4. <laughs> I, I just want you to play something that's re- like Gigi. I want you to play Gigi. I'm gonna have to play it for at least a day or two before we do the game night, so I don't completely embarrass myself. It takes me a little time to. Uh, it takes me a little time to readjust back to playing console. So. Especially on PS4, I have a much easier time readjusting to the Xbox. I do enjoy the Xbox controller more for shooters, but it takes me a little bit more time on the PS4. So I should have played a different character when I tried it out. I'm thinking about giving it one more try the next free weekend that comes. <laughs> yeah. And playing something more like Reinhardt or Monkey or even Soldier, just 
I tried to play Lucio because I was really into Lucio at the time, and man, it was just a humbling experience because I'm used to just flying off the top of the walls and going all over the place, and this yeah. was not like that. Even playing like Soldier or McCree, even Widowmaker is easier on console, in my opinion. And it's not because of aim assist. It's because you can more easily predict where people are going to move. So, yeah, give it a shot. Let me know. And this time I'll actually play with you. Don't just play without me and get salty. All right. All right. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do. Well, all right. So, we do have an announcement. If you're here from Twitter because we said we have an announcement, we do have an announcement. An announcement that we are very happy to make. Um, as you know, Watchpoint Radio originally was like a uh, a three man show, right? That's 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 like the magic number we we have on the podcast for match match those buttons. Usually, we find that three people on a show uh, gives you a nice range of opinions, and uh, you know it, it's just it's just the best way to podcast, generally speaking. And obviously, since Bob came on, Mikey left shortly after that. We've been running a two man show for quite some time, but we have been looking for a third person. But I'm not going to rush and get a third person. That's how you fuck the show up. You know? Yep, definitely. So, so it's all about finding the right people. Some things didn't pan out, luckily. And now, because of that, we are going to have a third official host. It is Kinder of uh, Fragging Out. He is going to be our third host here on Watchpoint Radio permanently starting next week. He couldn't make it this week. Well, he's going to be starting next week. He is going to be the third host of Watchpoint Radio, and we are really excited about that. It's going to be really cool. Um, it's your we, boy, Kinder. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. I'm, you don't want to say skinny penis? It's your boy, skinny penis. I can't do it like he does. It. <laughs> yeah, that that is definitely going to be his thing. So yeah, we're we're really happy to Super bring Kinder. Excited. You know, and- onto this to the team. Go ahead, Bob. We like the deep voice po- podcast here, like. It's crazy. We're just all deep. And you can take that however you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this podcast already has the explicit tag. Totem was joking. So we're getting the explicit tag. This, this podcast, all yeah. of our podcasts here have it except Prepare to Attack. That is the only show on Master's Buzz that is not labeled, listed as explicit. Yeah. we. I mean, I've dropped the F-bomb here. I just, I do it when I feel it's needed. And... And I'm very passionate about something. I just don't pull it out all the time. But Kinder can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm from New Jersey. That's just the way I talk. <laughs> it's just part of it. So, uh, yeah, once again, next week, Kinder will be on the show uh, going forward. And it should be a good time. So definitely join us next week. We'll be using the three-man overlay I have on Twitch from now on. So it should be really cool. Looking forward to it. And uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and start closing. Uh, don't forget about Prepare to Attack. Prepare to Attack is out. You people from 2,500 to 2,700 Platinum, get on that shit. Please. <laughs> Please. Platinum could be a better place. <laughs> it could be a little plat could be a better place. So just watch Prepare to Attack or listen to Prepare to Attack. You'll be pleased. Trust me. And just be, just be kind to your fellow man and woman. But just be kind, and it will help out, too. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, definitely prepare to attack. Check that out. We I keep saying every week, but we do have continued plans for the show, which uh, once we start getting things moving on that, you know, we'll start uh, releasing more information. But for now, we have our base characters out. We're going to be doing some re-records very soon, hopefully, uh, for the, some of the changes in characters. 
and you know we'll go from there. So yeah, prepare to attack. You find it on your favorite podcasting platforms. Uh, for those who are not here on the stream, uh, we do live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'd love to have you here. So definitely uh, join us uh, if you can. We love to hear about your Overwatch stories. So please send those to us, and we're going to get into our contact info here shortly. Uh, I mentioned the PS4 Club earlier, but we also do have an Xbox Live, uh, Xbox One Club. Uh, so they're both called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. So please join those if you're on console so we can play together sometime, especially with the upcoming game nights. We have a Discord server that I mentioned earlier, which is discord.me slash mash those buttons. And we would love to have you there. So please, please join up. Always like to talk about Heroes of Overwatch. That has a Facebook group and Overwatch community that has the latest news and the dankest Overwatch memes. So definitely check out Heroes of Overwatch on Facebook. Uh, you can find players from all platforms there. So uh, go check it out. Thanks for listening. You can catch and, us. Uh, on- by the way, oh, sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to cut you off. But the Heroes of Overwatch Facebook group has been really, really popping off as of late. I've been super busy, but I've been like, I've, I haven't been able to post, but I've been seeing everything he's been posting. It's good. It's good stuff. Yeah, like I said, check definitely check that out. And uh, if you just listen to this show, you don't, you're not subscribed to it. You can subscribe to it on your favorite pack, uh, you know, podcast platform of choice, whether it be on iOS or Android or even Windows Phone. Imagine that. But, but you can find it. Just search for your favorite podcast platform of choice. Uh, you know, you search for Watchpoint Radio on your favorite podcast plas- uh, podcast platform of choice. And if it's not there by some chance, we do have an RSS feed available right on the Matchless Buttons website, so you can check that out. Uh, you can check Watchpoint Radio out on Twitter at twitter.com slash watchpointradio. You can catch Matchless Buttons on twitter.com slash MTB site, facebook.com slash Matchless Buttons, and youtube.com slash Matchless Buttons. And we encourage you guys to reach out to us. You can uh, email this show at wprmatchlessbuttons.com, or you can contact us via Twitter or on SoundCloud or the website. We just want you to talk to us. So <laughs> go ahead and do that. If you enjoyed the show, and you want to help us out, the best way to do that is to share the show with others and leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And if you want to take it a bit further, there's ways to do that. You can subscribe on Twitch. That is very helpful. Thank you very much for everybody who's subscribing now. You can uh, buy merch from our store, which is teespring.com slash stores slash mash those buttons. You can get some Watchpoint Radio merch because the meta is not gospel. That's what our shirt says. And that's what our cup says. Bob has it right there. Great job, Bob, with the product placement. And finally, you can become a patron, which would uh, help us uh, reach a lot of, uh, you know, with a lot of the projects that we're looking to do here. It's patreon.com slash slash watchpoint radio. And that Patreon supports both watchpoint radio and prepare to attack. So, yeah, if if you enjoy those shows, you can support us that way. So thank you guys very much. Also, like I said, well, I said this in pre-show, but I will be adding the V-neck tier or reward goal. That is something that I'm definitely doing. For those who don't <laughs> know, the the running joke, well, one of the running jokes on stream is that, you know, I need to wear deep V-neck t-shirts. And if we hit our first uh, tier goal, I will wear a V-neck t-shirt every single stream on Tuesdays. If I stream extra time, you know, other times, there'll be a different story. But Don't do Tuesdays, it to me, guys. Don't do On it to Tuesdays, me. you will get the V-neck. Trust don't do me. it to me. No, don't do it to <laughs> me, guys. And uh, and if you want to do just something small, retweet our 
episode tweet. Retweet that. Get your friends to see it. Maybe give a comment on it. Anything helps. Like, just uh, spread the word, guys. Yes, absolutely. We, we do appreciate that. I do also encourage you guys to check out matchlessbuttons.com slash shows to see our other shows. We have two World of Warcraft podcasts, uh, one about story and lore, and the other is about WoW news. We have a division podcast, and we also have a uh, fighting game podcast. So definitely check those out, guys. They're awesome shows. I guarantee it. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. We will catch you guys next week. Later. Oh, that was lame. That was a bad ending. No, you're you're fine. I said later. That was horrible. Uh, You'll be okay. (laughs)